to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Good to see each of you. Happy New Year, church. You feel better than that Ohio State kicker right now, I guarantee you. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I, I told myself I wasn't going to say anything about that, and I did. Mm. Mm. Bless his heart. Whole state watching. Mm. Bless his parents. Um. <laughs> hey, well, Happy New Year. Amen. Good to see you. Good to see each of you. Hey, I don't want to move too quick. Sometimes when we get in December, man, it just we, we shove four weeks into three weeks as a church, and we just roll. But can I just say thank you for a beautiful December to you, just to you as a church, from everything, from the testimonies to the manger offering, and oh, I know the number, <laughs> and I'm going to try to hold that till January 22nd to give it to you, okay? And it's, uh, I want to do the State of the Church address on the 22nd. I'm setting that up for a purpose. You'll see later. Uh, you, you haven't picked up by now. I do everything by purpose, for a purpose. And so, um, but I do know the number bigger than it's ever been, and I'll share it with you. Uh, been a bigger, bigger year than it's ever been before, and so I'll share that with you too. But, but I just want to say thank you, and, and for Manger, for everything, uh, for your faithfulness all year long, for just being a sweet church and a fun church and a just a dynamic house. Thank you for that. And I just want to say again, what a beautiful candlelight service. No packs and carry just walked out. So give them, give them to man, a lot of love, man. A lot of love to Pax and carry. Uh, worship team, man, just the worship team is beautiful. We're blessed here. They, they put in so much time the week of uh, just grinding up here late at night and, and just grateful for them, thankful for them, but a beautiful season for us as a church. Um, you just don't want it to end. You just wanted to capture some of it. So I didn't want to pass too fast. Just want to say thank you to a lot of people uh, for that. So, hey, I have a question for you. How many of you put up Christmas already? It's all put up. Okay. For the rest of you, I'm assuming it's still out there. All right. I titled my message today, Don't Put That in the Attic. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to share a passage of Scripture that we know, we just kind of we just kind of look at it as a, a Christmas passage of Scripture. And it, and it is. I mean, it absolutely is. But, but, but I, it, it, it can't be that. It, I don't want it to be that. And so for you who have already put Christmas in the attic, after lunch, <laughs> you need to get back in the attic, and you'll see in just a little bit. For those of you that haven't yet had the joy of taking it all down, putting it in boxes, and putting it in the attic, 
This is what you do not put in the box. Don't put it in the attic. Don't put this in the attic. I want you to go to a very familiar passage of scripture, Isaiah 9, 6. We look at this passage during the Christmas season, and then for 11 months, it's in the attic. Can't be. It's wrong. Disrespectful, rude, shouldn't happen. We should be in timeout as a church. I mean, you can't put this verse in the attic. It, it's not a little Santa Claus. It's not a snowman, okay? And it's not whatever's on the top of your tree, all right? This is Jesus. This is the king. He, he don't need to be in a box. And he sure doesn't need to be in the attic. And you said, well, my attic's all foamed up. It's nice. It's not hot up there. <laughs> it's not the point, okay? These be hot on you on the back so you don't put that in the attic, amen? Isaiah 9, 6, listen to these words. For to us, mm, you better get that us. For to us, a child is born. And to us, a son is given. Mm, two different things. Born to us as the king. Put on a cross for us. Mm, a savior. The government will be upon his shoulders. Should be. And watch this. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Can I say something to you? We have 364 days in front of us, God willing. You cannot put that in the attic. You better put that in you because you got to walk with that every day. You cannot leave him in a box, in the attic, under the control of just a Christmas season. He is not a seasonal God. He is God. He cannot have a part of your life. He can't have a season of your life. He gets it all. He does not need permission to invade your life. He is life. He should not have a category. He should not have a mantle. He should not have a box, and he should not be in the attic. He has got to occupy every space in your home, every room, every closet, everything. He's got to be everything about you. We treat Christmas in the power of some of these verses like Christmas season, and we get it out once a year, and we display it, and we say amen, and we get excited. We say, That's a great verse. Woo, woo. Christmas over, box it up, put it in the attic. And then July, we beat down. Beat down, man. Hot, people rude, honking at us on Sansi, picking the wrong line at Walmart. She can't even count back change. What the heck? All right, and we just get mad. Y'all know y'all do that. <laughs> Nine fifty, they give you a ten. It's two quarters, just two quarters. Give me two quarters. I'll help you. You can keep your check, but I'll help you. Just give me two quarters. You know what I mean? We, 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 we try to just 
put everything in a neat little box and, and operate under certain things. But I'm going to tell you right now, this has got to invade your life. It's got to, man. Can't be a spot in the attic. Well, it's a special spot. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you get a little window unit and keep it cold and cool. It just doesn't belong there. Amen? It should be everywhere, man. We're going to talk about it. Let's look at the words. Number one, he is, mm, he is a wonderful counselor. I don't know if y'all know that yet. I talked to a lot of people in my life. He's the best I've ever talked to. You know what I mean? Mm. Boy, nobody knows me like him. Nobody. Before I speak it, he says, I know, Jeff. Before I think it, he says, I know. Before I get there, <laughs> I'm already here. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody else like him. When it's hard, you know what he says? Give that to me. Mm. <laughs> and when it's easy, you know what he says? Give that to me. <laughs> Y'all get that right there? When it's hard, he says, give it to me. And when it's good and easy, he says, mm, somebody better give it to me. Amen? Nobody, mm, nobody like the wonderful counselor. How long has it been, my friends, since you sat with him? Your first thought is the right answer. It's the most honest answer you'll give. Whatever hit you when I said that. For some of you, you know what your first thought was and answer was? Been a long time. You know what? Shows. It shows. When you don't sit with him, this world to get all over you and you'll start carrying it, and it'll show on you, and you'll start getting hard. You'll start getting calloused. The wonderful counselor is like nobody else. Nobody else. Let's see what Scripture says about him. John 16. You know I love John, so... Mm. If I have to recommend a book of the Bible for you to start reading, it would be John. Do not start reading the Bible in Revelation. You won't finish. <laughs> you need to love yourself more than that and start in John. Amen? Just saying. That's free, okay? John, <laughs> John 16, 7. This is Jesus. John 16, 7, but I tell you the truth. <laughs> That's a good thing today, amen. It is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the counselor, which is really him, 
will not come to you. But if I go, I send him to you. Skip down to 12. Mm, 364 days in front of us. So the wonderful counselor says, I have much more to say to you. More than you can bear. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in to all truth. He will not speak on his own. Mm, mm, mm. He will speak only what he hears and tell you what is yet to come. You want to curl up for a new year with someone? <laughs> the wonderful counselor should be that person. I don't know what 23 holds. You know what he says? I do. I do. I know exactly. Exactly. And if you will come beside me, my child, I will speak to you and you will speak to me and I will show you things and I will tell you things and I will make you wise and I will let you see what I see, hear what I see, recognize what I recognize. I'll build boldness in you to step and you'll step and you won't even know why, but you'll say, I'm scared and I'll say, I got you. But you have got to sit with the right people to have the right year. You do. So let's go over a little bit, back a little bit, sorry. John 14. John 14. Look at verse 15. Here we come along. If you love me, you will obey my command or what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you a counselor to be with you for how long? Forever. Amen. The spirit of truth. It's a good thing. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. K-N-O-W-S. But you know him, for he lives in you and will, be, and will be in you and will not leave you as orphans. Listen to me. When you get saved and you get born again, you die to self. He comes inside of you through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and he lives in you, all right? The power of the resurrected Jesus Christ on Easter is the same power of the resurrection of your dead carcass, the nasty body that he raised up from the, from, the grave, from the grave. Do you understand? He put his spirit in you, all right, to guide, direct, and do what he wants in and through you. If you leave the greatest gift alone and never take it with you, you cease to have any power in your life. You're just operating without any power, any power. So I want you to flip over. Go to Ephesians 5. I want you to see it. Go to Ephesians 5. Verse 
verse uh, 18. It's kind of an interesting verse on a day like today. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm talking about? <laughs> when I put this together, it wasn't uh, this morning. So this morning when I was looking at it, I was like, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> might mean more today, right? Ephesians 5.18, do not get drunk mm, on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Listen to me. There's a whole lot of people waking up today understanding that they were living and operating was something other than themselves, all right? Paul said, the way it looks and the way you can recognize them, I need the same thing to be happening in you who has the spirit living in them. I want you to be able to recognize them under the influence, but I also need to be able to recognize you under the influence, amen? So when the officer asks you if you've been under the influence, the right thing to say as a believer is yes. And if he did give you the test, would you have a reading? Y'all ain't thought about that, have you? I'm gonna say something to you. You're not gonna make it if you can't get a reading. All we got, man, all you got is the Holy Spirit. The most important thing from this day forward, moving forward, man, to make sense of this crazy, goofy, weird, I mean, jacked up, messed up world is the Holy Spirit of God giving you fresh revelation, telling you what you see and what you're not seeing, telling you what to do and not to do, guiding and directing your life, empowering you, telling you that, hey, you're going to get your chili smoked if you do that. Don't do that. You don't have a, listen to me. I know you're confident, but you should not be that confident. You should be confident in the Holy Spirit of God because he can make you wise, boy. He can give you insight and show you things you can't see on your own. What you need in 23 is a fresh, 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 fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit of God. When we get to the end of the service and we have ministry time, if you need a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit, you need to fall on your face down here at this altar and you say, God, I am not enough on my own. Will you please come and fill me fresh with the Holy Spirit of God so I can see what you want me to see, hear what you want me to see, so I have power and authority in my life to be what I'm called to be for you. Because if you think you can just wake up on a new day called January the 1st and just walk out and go, I got this. You didn't have it last year. What makes you think a good night's sleep gonna make you have it this year? I don't care what your number on your sleep number is. It, it don't matter. Dak sleeps on one. He throws interceptions all the time, man. I don't know what he's seeing. I'm like, dude, that dude's a different jersey. If somebody, if that's triple coverage, somebody's not covered. I'm just saying. I get off on sports. I'm sorry. But you, you, that's the best night's sleep you have is when you go to bed with the Holy Spirit and wake up with the Holy Spirit. You don't need a number. You just need the Holy Spirit. 
Number two, y'all thinking, whew, thank the Lord. Number two, mighty God. Our God is a mighty, we sang about him, man. How great, how great, how great is our God. He may not be a morning person. There's sunsets for you, but you gotta get outside. Mm. You gotta get outside and see some of his greatness. You gotta look at something other than your life because your life says to you, it stinks. No matter how many people tell you, you're blessed. You need to get out and see his glory. See the sunrises and the sunsets. Listen to the geese praising and join them. You say, well, all they do is poop. That's all right. Maybe you need to start pooping some worship out to him, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying, give it up for the Lord. Great is our God. In Genesis, he says this, and God said, 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 and boom, there it is. That's our God. If God said it, go enjoy it. Get out there. Psalm 150, verse six, let everything, mm, everything, everything that has breath, praise him. There is no reason, absolutely zero reason, absolutely zero reason you can't praise him. You say, well, I have nothing to praise. Jeff, I have nothing. I'm just telling you, I have nothing to praise the Lord for. I'm sorry, it took breath to just say that. So welcome to the praise team. If, if all you can do is gripe, then gripe to him until he turns it to hallelujah. But you gotta turn your gaze and your worship back to the king worthy of worship. In 23, make it your declaration that no matter what my day is, I'm gonna praise his name. And I promise you by the end, you're gonna be a different cat. I promise you, you'll be different. Quit griping so much. So I wanna say to a bunch of people called the church, quit griping so much. How good does he have to be for you to give it up for the king? Your God is great, man. Start worshiping so you can appreciate it because you can't see it. Isaiah 42, 8, he says, hmm, I am the Lord. <laughs> and that is my name and I will not give my praise to an idol. Woo, somebody got to take that with you out of here. You, that's a good verse, amen, that's right. That right there, man, let that be your song. He is the Lord, hmm. and that's his name. And I, as his kid, am not gonna give my worship to anybody else but him. Quit waiting for everything to line up perfectly in your life for you to worship God. If you'll start worshiping him, he'll line it up for you. But until you change your tune, why should he change his? Because if he gave it to you with that heart, you'd take credit for all of it.
God can't go, but sometimes he needs to. <laughs> Amen. I look at some people that are born again and saved and been blessed, and they grab, 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 and I just think God should just walk up to him and go, you're killing me. <laughs> Come on, Smalls, you're killing me here. Right? Number three, everlasting father. He says, I'll be the wonderful counselor. I'll be the mighty God, whether you like it or not, and I will be the everlasting father. Can we say it together? Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He is the everlasting father. He doesn't change like shifting sand. He doesn't have a bad day. He's not held by circumstances. He doesn't care if it's windy. He doesn't care if it's dry. He doesn't care if it's cold. He's the same God, still working the same way as he did with Noah and Moses and Abraham, all them cats, man. He's doing the same God, same God, same God. There's not two Bibles, there's one Bible. He's the same God, Old Testament, New Testament, same God today, doing the same stuff in your life. He ain't doing it differently. He ain't. He said, what's he have? He's doing a little bit different. No, he's not. Doing the same. Looks different. He's the same guy. Operating the same way. Where does he start? Talk to his kids. Every time. Where's the start? Talking to his kids. How long has it been since the God that never changes talks to you? Slow down long enough to listen to him? Are you too busy telling him what you need? He doesn't care what you need. He already knows what you really need. Stop telling you what you think you need and listen to him and love him and worship him and watch him line up the real stuff you need to blow your mind. He's the everlasting father, everlasting father everlasting father. Remember that. Last one's this, number four. He is the prince mm, of peace. Prince of peace, man. Go back to John, just a good book. 16. John 16, look at verse 33. Sixteen thirty-three. Jesus says, I have told you these things. <laughs> That's a very interesting thing right there. For to be told something, you need to sit with someone. He'd really like to tell a lot of people in here and online some things if you just sit with him. I've told you these things so that in me, mm, you may have peace. Woo. In this world, mm, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm. Somebody's right there right now. Somebody's right there right now. I want you to go back a page. 1427. 1427. Boy, I like hearing the, I'm hearing the pages. That's good. 1427, peace. Hmm. Peace I live with you, my peace I give you. Mm, what a gift. I do not give to you as the world gives. Mm. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm. 
Man, y'all hear that? Quit looking for this world to give you peace. If you had a new truck, bigger house, more stuff, perfect, perfect picture without him, daily, sitting with the wonderful counselor, understanding he's the mighty God, believing he is the everlasting father, you'd still be miserable. People in big houses gripe too. They have bad days also. Them new sweet GMCs, they have flats too. Those batteries don't last when it's six below either. And computers go out, and they'll tell you it's 7,500 bucks to fix it. You say, keep it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my AM, FM. Not really. Some of y'all are like, AM, FM, what's that? Huh? <laughs> go to Philippians. Flip, Philippians chapter 4. Just see this real fast. Philippians 4, 7. I guess I should get there. I'm in Ephesians. Sorry. I was like, that don't make no sense, preacher. Man. <laughs> Philippians 4, 7. <laughs> Some of you have been there. I'm like, Woo. done this a long time and still do this. Right? Philippians 4, 7. In the peace of God. Mm. In the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in. Christ Jesus. You want to guard your emotions, your fears, your anxieties, your freak out moments. Mm. Let your mind be guarded by him. When you're in him, he's guarding your minds, okay? He's got your mind. He gives you peace, okay? Peace. You say, well, I should be freaking out. Yeah, you should, but you have the peace, passes all understanding inside of you. And your mind is at rest in Christ Jesus because you're in him, all right? And you can, you can, you're fine. You don't need to pop a pill, all right? You sit with the wonderful counselor. He's got you. I wanna take you to one verse and then we're out of here. Romans 15, 13. I want you to see this. We talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Romans 15, 13. I want you to see it in light of Isaiah 9-6 or in the backdrop of 9-6. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You need a verse for 23? There's one. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. May the wonderful counselor mm, fill you. May he remind you that he's the mighty God, that he can be trusted and you can trust him and that you might overflow mm, by the power of the Holy Spirit in you. My friends, 
Hmm. You can't put that in the attic. Too good. You're going to need this in February. You're going to need it in May. You're going to get a phone call in June, July. Something's happening in October. You don't know about it. And it can't be in the attic. And you can't go, whoo, it's almost Christmas. I get to sit with the wonderful counselor at Christmas. I can get him out of the attic and, and put him and display him in my living room. And oh, what peace. I can turn on that Christmas music. You can ask my staff. I'm humming Christmas music in July and August, September. I can't get enough of Christmas. Why? And I really can't get enough of 9-6. Because he is the wonderful counselor. He is a mighty God, amen. He is my everlasting Father. Same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he guards me in you as the Prince of Peace. A lot of stuff goes on in my life. I'm swirling with all kinds of things. But I can tell you this, honestly. I am a man at peace. I'm not saying I know everything, but I do sit with the one who does. Amen. And those sits and those walks help me walk in peace. Ain't easy being a senior pastor. It's not. It sure is fun, though. I love every minute of it. I sleep like a baby. My wife can tell you, he goes to sleep quick. Why? Peace. So I want to say something to you. When you go home, eat lunch. Some of you, I know you got to go to the attic, and that's fine. <laughs> Get that out. <laughs> For some of you, you can see it displayed in your house. Isaiah 9, 6 somewhere. Look at it. You make sure you take that. In the next 364 and a half, you walk it out. Walk it out. He mm, wants to walk with you for 12 months, not for 11. Oh, not for one. <laughs> he wants the other 11 too. All right. I'm going to read it one more time, and then we're going to stand. Isaiah 9, 6. For to us a child is born. And to us, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he, Jesus, will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Church, I'm going to ask you to stand. I want to remind you, he's too good to be put in the attic. Get him out if he's there, and don't put him up there if you usually do. For 364 in front of you, let 9-6 be you. Sit with the wonderful counselor. Understand that he is a mighty God, and that he is your everlasting father. And let the peace 
have the Prince of Peace fall all over you. All over you. So in this new year, this new day of a new year, make that declaration in your life. Don't go put that in the attic. Amen. The altar's gonna be open. If you need to come down here, come, man. Not a better way to start a new year than down here at the altar. If you need prayer, that's what they're here for. We'll pray over you. But as we worship, be reminded how sweet it is, Isaiah 9, 6. And let that be in you. Don't put that in the attic, amen. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. Holy Spirit, you have said what you needed to say. We have heard what we needed to hear. May we respond to you now, Father. May we be obedient and say yes to you. For the other side of obedience is always, always, always blessing. May we bless ourselves by saying yes to you. Mm. We love you, Lord, and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church at Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.